Business Tech Weekly podcast episode number 47. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. We're here each and every week for you guys, my friends. Well, with the exception of last week, but you know, other than that, we're here each and every week trying to give you the latest and greatest in technology to help you become more profitable, more efficient, more productive in every aspect of your business life. And I just got notice from uh, my good friend Jonathan that the Bar Camp Nashville sign-up session for speakers will come online tomorrow, which uh, I need to make myself a little note while you say something, Andy. Well, uh, I'm going to say something now. No, I'll explain why we didn't have Business Tech Weekly last week, and I apologize for that for our loyal listeners. It's good to be gone and people notice, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had some, we had a death in our family, and our, our family was uh, actually, the, you ever seen that show Hoarding? Yes. Orders, you know. Well, they were doing an episode at our house. I'm just kidding. They weren't. But uh, people are going to think we're hoarders when they hear this. But we had bed bugs at our house, which has nothing really to do with the cleanliness of your house. That's the joke. But they came. So we had to. I, I worked about five hours total last week. The rest of the time was taking care of bed bugs and my kids and stuff like that. So uh, I will never again say the term don't let the bed bugs bite because. I've been bitten and it stinks. Yikes. So, yeah, so lots of good chemicals around our house, and um, now they're uh, taken care of, and I hear, life goes back to normal. I hear there's quite an epidemic going around all over the place. I heard about it first in New York City, and and uh, I'm hearing that you know library books are bringing those little bugs home to oh, people yeah. these that days. That would make sense here in yeah, here they, in Northern uh, Kentucky. They're smart. Yeah. Sheesh. Anyway, craziness. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're going to talk about tech. So I am so sorry to be here about you know the the situations with your family, um, and 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 certainly have no problem with you taking the week off and and hopefully, uh, well, one one of the things that I just want to say is totally awesome. Uh, in our email exchanges last week, is that you know you are financially in a place where it was okay for you to take the week off and to be there for your family, and I just want to say that is totally awesome, and it's a testament to the power of what can happen and the flexibility that you have when you own your own business. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't have to ask my boss for time off. And I think more specifically, the freedom was, well, let me clarify. I was stressed all week. I mean, I, I wanted to work mm-hmm. uh, and I really wanted to get back, back at it. And, you know, none of my clients had any issues with me taking time off. They were all like, okay, that's fine. Um, so I worked, the only time I worked is when I had to work. But the beauty of it is, and I've done this before, is I've taken when I had a, a traditional job, I, I take time off, and I knew that it was, you know, every one of those days off was one less day of vacation I could take in the future because you know you get two weeks or whatever, and you know since I've started my own business, you know, a little probably a year and a year and four months ago, you know, I've probably taken at least a month off for just traveling or this or that, and. You know, it just I can take more time, and that's 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 the goal. I don't. I love my clients, and I love my work, but 
my goal is not to work 60 hours a week, week in and week out. Now, I do work that some weeks, but the point is I can take off when I want to take off, and, and the goal is to build a business where you can't take six days off and you don't miss a beat. Yep, absolutely. So it stunk, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm moving into a new office now, not officing out of home, and that's been wonderful. You're also, you and, are moving uh, out of the house. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I'm at a new location right now. So, so w- tell me, tell me about the new place. What's going on? How did you, how did well, you land it? Where are you at? How much is it? I'm in down. You? I'm in downtown Sioux Falls. Okay. And uh, I won't say how much I'm paying because uh, it's a steal. But I have a, a very good friend who has a, a marketing firm downtown, and he, um, they're they're splitting their company off, and so he had open spot, and uh, I've got uh, sunlight and internet connection and. Um, just a really beautiful old building in, in central Sioux Falls. And it's just, it's, I, I'm not sure if you've experienced this before, but there's times when you unplug and you're, it's so quiet that you sort of, it takes you a while to get settled Yeah, because you're so used to being busy. Mm-hmm. And that's what it felt like the first day in my office was I was, I had, I was able to be so much more productive. It, it kind of threw me off. Like I was, right. there was no distraction that, it was it was it was hard to work, <laughs> which might sound strange to some people, but it was just you know a real it's just a really focused place. It's really quiet, and I can I can be much more productive. I mean, I I really feel like my productivity is gonna, I mean, probably double based on where I'm at. And again, a lot of people want to work from home, and I understand that. But my kids are I have two kids under three years old, and it's just not conducive to to work from home for me. So right. Um, so it's it's gone wonderful, and I'm again. It's a matter of being patient and finding the right place and waiting for God to provide the right situation, and and He certainly has. So very cool. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm glad to hear that that you're in a place where you're going to be more productive. I I oftentimes wonder what it would be like if I had the ability, if or not had the ability. I have the ability, but if I worked outside of the home. You know what it would be like for me to, you know, would I actually be able to leave work and then leave work behind? You know, yeah. whereas it's it's so easy for me to just jump downstairs and say, hey, I'm going to go answer this email that came in on my iPhone and and spend, you know, 45 minutes to an hour on it. And at the same time, it's like, well, sometimes that 45 minutes to an hour just landed me, you know, another seven hundred and eighty dollars in profit. I'm yeah. Like, hmm. And that's a, and I think that but in I, my situation and I know yours is the same actually is uh i'd bring my laptop home i have my i have my company with me yeah you know so i am able to turn it off when i'm at home but if i do need to do something i just pop open the macbook and yeah well there the, i go and the so. other the other thing is 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 it could be you know debatable i you know that that 800 dollars in profit would it or would it have not waited until tomorrow uh and, yeah. and that's the big thing and of course the one thing i will argue is that I, I, it's like there's there's sitting in front of my 27 inch iMac and there's sitting in front of my laptop and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is not the same and and so no not at all I mean if if I wanted I mean I just couldn't I mean being away from my 27 inch iMac just completely changes things yeah but uh yeah and then and then if J- Jonathan's absolutely right it, and it's something that's urgent and you know versus not urgent you know it, it's putting you know first things first and stuff like that so. I, I, I can definitely I can definitely think of some benefits of you know moving my office out of the home, but at the same time I really do love 
working from home. So it, I, I'm mm-hmm. glad for you. I'm, I'm, I'll be I'll be interested to see how things continue to progress for you. I appreciate it. I'll be interested too. Very cool. Hey, let's talk about some of the the new tech news that's going on here. I noticed that Tungle has redesigned a couple things. Yeah, I think when people go, they won't be like, wow, it's completely different because you don't want to do that and throw people off, especially with a scheduling tool. But our friends over at Tungle, Mark and his team, uh, they have basically brought more information uh, to the main screen. So before, when I wanted to check on pending meetings that I've used Tungle for, mm-hmm. for instance, I had to reschedule a meeting for tomorrow morning that I had set up on Tungle. So I went into Tungle, uh, and I'll pause real quick. Google Apps integrates with a lot of secondary services, and one of them is Tungle. And the reason that's really good for me, Cliff, is I can go down uh, on my tabs and I can go to the More tab on Google Apps, mm-hmm. and it logs me into Tungle.me um, without me having to log in necessarily. So, uh, so that's how I'm getting to Tungle now for those Google Apps. But the way that, that Tungle has done some redesign is I had to change an appointment. Well, before I had to go into sort of like my profile and pen, you know, currently set up meetings, something like that. But they brought a lot more options to the front page, uh, which is nice. And they they just have cleaned it up a little bit. I think calendars can be, you know, they're they're just very complicated things for a lot of different people. And I just think the user interface uh, is cleaner than it has been uh, in the past. And I just I appreciate Tunnel because I, I think their changes that they make make sense. And I don't think they're overcomplicating things. Uh, and I just think as a user, I appreciate that the 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 product gets better with time. And also having heard this straight from the CEO's mouth that everything that you use now with Tungle, they will never charge, they will never charge you for that. Right. Uh, they will, they will add more paid services later, but uh, at this point, whatever you have and use, they're not going to pull that out from underneath you and charge for that. And uh, it's, it's again, it's just a really big help for me and my business to, to have that tool. Very cool. Are you still using the uh, the little widget on the side of your bar to like so that they can actually schedule right no, from the widget? The only the only the only link I have is in my email signature now, mm-hmm. to where you can uh, you know I, when someone I reply and I say click on the calendar link at the bottom of my signature to set up a meeting with me, and that's just you know that's a pretty link, or I'll say go to andytrop.com slash schedule schedule a meeting with me, and so that's. That's how I use it. Uh, you know, their widget, I think, while it might be useful for some people, I think it's it's asking you to do a lot in a very small space. It's sort of like iPhones are great, but they're not meant to replace desktops. And I feel like the widget, in a lot of ways, was trying to replace the whole main screen. And so, uh, you know, a lot of people are turned off by Tungle. Frankly, I think they, they find it confusing and they're used to other tools. But for me and my business, I found it to be... Um, a, a real time saver, um, and and most of all, as as was evidenced today, because we're doing this two hours later than we were supposed to, is sometimes I get mixed up with time zones, and Tungle does that work for me. So, right, I'm a I'm a fan. I you know surprisingly, I'm still using Tungle today. You know, I, I'm you know me, I, I get these new technology tools and stuff like that, and and I I typically I start out being the skeptic. You know, it's like ah. Sure. I don't know if I would like this and blah, blah, blah. A blah. healthy skeptic though, Cliff. Right, yeah. And not just a downer. No, I say that because a lot of people are just downers, <laughs> Yeah. you know, but you, you have this thing of, hey, prove it to me, you right. know? Yeah, it's like, is this, I mean, I, I, I'm i like, keep it simple, stupid, 
You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to add too many complex things to, you know, sometimes you get, I can get really involved in, you know, over organization to the point where I'm so organized that, you know, now where did I put everything? Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but the thing is, is that Tungle is something when you told me about it and I, I checked it out, I found it useful then. And amazingly, it's something that is still used every day in my business. I'm still yeah, sending it people. integrates really well. I think that's a good way of saying it. I have I have a virtual assistant who I could actually have people, you know, talk to and say, "Hey, here's close schedule. Let's hammer this out, you know, for a few minutes. You, I'll tell you, you know, you propose some dates and times. I'll tell you if Cliff's available." And and yeah. it's still it, it's still so much more convenient for me to just say, "Here's a link to my schedule. Go find a spot that works for you." Yeah. And well, and I go ahead. I'm sorry. I still now I will say this. I, I've actually gone in and I only. The only times I make available for people to schedule are on the days and times that I have set out. And there are often times now when I want somebody to schedule some a time with me that's not a consulting call that I don't want them to use my Tungle availability for. And so mm-hmm. I usually will just say, hey, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my assistant contact you to set up that interview for me to come right. onto your podcast. And, what you're, and just to clarify, when you say Tungle availability, it's because you can limit... You know, if you only wanted to have appointments on Thursdays and Fridays, you could block out your Tungle schedule. So when someone goes there, uh, it, you know, it could, they can only make an appointment with you Thursday and Friday yep. between certain hours. Yep. And um, and that's that's very helpful. It blocks out a lot of things for people. And and that's been added as Tungle has progressed. And yes. so, um, you know, that, I, th- I think they're receptive to feedback, uh, unlike some services. but <laughs> <laughs> Some services that you dumped. anyway anyway very cool so tungle redesign it's not it's not huge but you know it's a welcome improvement and and, uh to be honest with you i never sign into the manage tab i'm the only thing i ever do on tungle is uh you know i send people to the my tungle me page and Uh i accept or i accept um invitations and stuff like that by just clicking and through email yeah through email and then i click in it and i close it but i never actually sign into my administrative tab ever yeah so and, and well, that's, I, I, I think that's another testimony to how good the service is because it doesn't make you go there you can yeah. manage it through email so yeah it, it's a workflow issue i think and oh this is what i was going to say i i have a, a team of people i'm a part of uh about 14 people and we we're trying to organize a meeting this week yeah it was killing me cliff like literally 20 some emails back and forth yeah. And all the email was, is this time good for you? Yeah. And everyone's replying, yes, yes, yes. Well, first, people, if there's one person, don't hit reply all, okay? If there's one person needs to know, just send it to them. But secondly, I was like, can we please use Tungle for this? And so we are in the future. But if, you are, if you're a group, uh, whether you're in, in the same office or you're all around the world, if you have a group of people that need to meet at a specific time, my goodness, please look at Tungle because it simplifies the process. Um, unbelievably for people who have you know more than one party that needs to meet at a certain time. So check that out for sure. Right. Very cool. So um, let's see here. Next up, we have Google Working Hours. Tell me what this is. Well, this, I haven't set mine up, but it's essentially for those who don't want to use Tungle and, and are, are just wanting to use their Google calendars, I believe that basically what it says what it is, is you can set up working hours so other people know it's okay to invite you to certain events. So... Or, or meetings. And so I think you can start to set some parameters around when people can invite you uh, to an event or to a meeting. 
uh, within your Google Calendar, so counter, so it'll block off certain times. I haven't set mine up because, again, you know, I'm set with Tungle. That's that's the filter that I use. It integrates with my Google Calendar, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to use it. But I, I'm sure a lot of our users, our uh, our listeners, are uh, Gmail and Google Calendar fans. So uh, that's an option. Hmm. Well, I'm looking here in my calendar settings, and I don't see this Google Working Hours. Thing. You know, it just pops right up um, in mine. Let me go to my calendar. There's a notification at the top. Uh, it says, new feature, working hours. It says, set up working hours. It says, you can set up from the general settings area. area. Yeah, general. So, go to calendar settings. Yeah, work, week starts on, show week, default, calendar view. Oh, oh, yours goes from week starts on to show weekends? Yeah. Oh, working hours is in between that for me. Okay, yeah, not turned on on my account yet. But then, <laughs> but then again, you're a paid user of apps, yeah. and I'm not. I thought that meant I got things slower, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, anyway, sorry. Anyway, so so yeah, I don't have that availability. But I, I like you, I use Tungle, so I, w- I probably wouldn't use that at all. Yeah. One yeah. thing I do notice, though, is because I use Tungle, and Tungle will send me a Google Calendar invite when they've added it. You know, that's yeah. how they add things yeah. to my calendar. So I tell it to go in and automatically, add, you know, accept calendar uh-huh. invites. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, people are sending me actual Google Calendar invites. Oh, and then they're automatically on your schedule. Exactly. Oh, whoops. <laughs> but I, I usually handle that on a one case-by-case basis. That's right. Yeah. Uh, cool. And Nation says, Cliff, are you using the old Google apps or are you using Gmail or have you upgraded I am using the Google. I am using Google Apps, but it's the it's the standard the, edition. It's the standard edition, the non-paid Google Apps edition. And as far as I'm concerned, I will always use that because it's totally cool. And matter of fact, I I just went in and um, I'm going to give you a little tip. Um, I was at I keep I was bu- kept bouncing up to 98 90 98 and 99 percent usage of my 7,488 7, megabytes of space. So my seven, almost seven and a half gigs of space, I was at 98, 99%. People keep sending me these huge 23 megabyte wave files for some reason. I have no idea why. <laughs> uh, and of course, you know, and then of course I've got five years worth of, uh, you know, MP3 and wave files from voicemails. So what I did is I you can actually do uh, a search doing file type uh, colon MP3 and it will actually do a um, uh, it will do a, a search for all of those file types for you. So right. Uh, and so I went in and I did I did a search for is it file type colon is that how it works? Yeah. Okay, yeah, file type colon, and then you do whatever the extension is. And I went in and I deleted all the wave files, all of the, uh, all of the MP3 files, all the M4As, and and it just just trashed them all. And now I'm back down to only having used 39% of my seven seven and a half gigs that they gave me. Nice. And as far as the you know that information is like there it, it it's that whole hoarding mentality it's like do i need to go back and and have access to the you know the most recent 5000 voicemails over the last 5 years and the answer to that question eh probably not you know unless you're a lawyer probably not i'm i'm more concerned about the text 
conversations that I've had back and forth with people than the voicemails because all most all of the voicemails have been included in shows. And if I need to hear them, I still have right. them included in the shows or in my show prep for future shows. Sure. So I decided, eh, you know what? I could upgrade and pay them on a monthly basis for their, you know, additional storage. Or I could just spend, you know, the next 20 minutes and clear out, you know, I don't know, five gigabytes worth of file attachments. Yeah. And that's what I did. Cool. Way to clean house, Cliff. All right. G- Gmail priority inbox. Is it in Google Apps yet? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I hear oh, yeah. Mine is. Well, is it? <laughs> I don't know if yours is, but mine is. Where would I'm I go? I'm not using it, but it is in mine. Where is it? Well, it's way at the top. It's actually in my main page next to manage this domain. Uh-huh. I have a big, in red, new priority inbox beta. Okay. So, so I can click there. Yeah, I'm, which I haven't done yet, and I but. don't, I don't have that either, yet. So Cliff gets left out. That's I the title totally, of the show. <laughs> Cliff is left out. Yeah, I, I, I have, I'm not using it. I don't. Have you tried I, it? Have you turned it on just to see what it looks like? No, I'm not touching it. It says look in your settings. Let me look in labs. Would it be? Maybe it's in labs. Uh, priority. These look to be in alphabetical order, so... No, mine's actually giving my... It's another... If you click on settings, uh-huh. I'm getting a whole other tab. Yeah. Like labs is a tab. Priority inbox is a tab. Yeah. So for priority inbox, for people who don't know, it's rolled out in the last two weeks since we had our show last. It, it, it Basically, it's going to filter your mail for you. And I just... I already have filters set up for my mail. Yeah. I have multiple inboxes. So in my inbox, when I go to my main page, I've got all my general messages that I haven't set filters for. And then I've got uh, everything that I want to use for future blog content. Um, I, I add the tag blog content and it automatically goes out of my inbox into another folder. And then I have a bunch of stuff that if it's connected to Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn or any other social media or social network that I'm a part of, it automatically skips my inbox and gets labeled uh, networks. And so I just go to my networks tab, you know, once or twice a day to, you know, double check and see if I've got anything for my networks. But the whole idea is I, I know what's coming in. And so I filter it using filters and labels. Um, and I, I would rather have control over that than have Google do it for me. But for those who don't want to mess with those settings, uh, I've, I've heard good things about prior, priority inbox. So cool. I'm yeah, look, I'm I've, looking that you know it looks like Google Apps has contacts now. Have you seen this? Oh, the new contacts? Uh, it uh, I don't know. contact design. Uh, and it doesn't look like it's been redesigned. No. <laughs> okay, never mind. But anyway, it, it says it, I'm looking in my awesome. my managed domains. It says contacts beta. So, oh. but hmm. it it looks like the old contacts to me. Yeah, it mine mine currently is. So yeah. anyway. Anyway, so I, I'm not I'm not too worried about it. And he says, is this what I was asking about? Upgraded Google apps. Uh and it looks like early adopters trans transition to new uh Google Enterprise. Let's see, official Google blog. Yeah, I think enter I think enterprise is the one that I'm on. So yeah. and then if you're a non profit or you're a school, you actually get the Google Enterprise for free. Okay. And the only different, you know, it's fifty bucks a user. Yeah. 
a I'm, year. I'm still happy so. just to have my email and my calendar managed through Google Apps. I don't know how much more I want dumped into that to that lot just yet anyway. And uh, yeah. like you, I, I'm, I've got a pretty good organizational f- workflow on my inbox. You know, get it to zero. That's my goal. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I can't tell you. I, I don't know, folks, if you're listening, I don't know if you've thought about, considered, even tried to live a lifestyle of inbox zero. But I think it's just an amazing amazingly helpful way to run your business and your life. I mean, it's just, it it really gives you a very clearly defined, I'm done. You know, I've gotten through things. So, you know, it doesn't mean that, for me, it doesn't mean that I've read everything, but it means I've filtered everything. Um, So I just encourage folks to really, you know, really, I know we talk about it and we reference it, but I think you and I maybe take it for granted, Cliff, that a lot of people are just living in email chaos and it's like, if you really want to save time and stress in your day-to-day life, then get down to inbox zero, you know? Yeah. I like, I like inbox zero myself personally. Yeah. It's a, it's a great way to start and end your day. All right. So tell me about Andy on TV. Well, one thing that, you know, we talk about technology all the time and I think it's a little, um, you know, you got some great press with, uh, the lost uh, finale parties and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, I still have some connections with the local TV market here in Sioux Falls, and I just think it never hurts to get yourself on television. And so I have a connection. And when I was a financial, did some financial coaching, uh, I was on a lot. And I, now that I've given myself some time in my transition, uh, she, the reporter, contacted me again. And as I was on last night just to talk about um, talk about some, you know, the, the switch in technology as it relates to movie rentals. Mm-hmm. And so my sort of tagline was business technology consultant. But I just think, uh, you know, don't assume that you can't be promoted or your business can't be promoted via the news if you have something worthwhile to share. You, you know, reporters are always looking for resources. So um, if you go to andytribe.com slash famous, which is a joke because uh, there's only one video there, but you can see the story from last night. And, you know, it's like three clips of me talking and 30 clips of other people. But I just hope it's an encouragement to folks that, uh, and it's not just because I'm in a small market. I mean, you can you can get on television if if you reach out to reporters and and say, hey, here's a story idea. They're always looking for story ideas, and if you happen to be a resource, then that's great. Cool. Let me click play here and see what this thing says here. Well, you got to watch a commercial first. Oh, you got to watch a commercial. Yeah. What is Kelloland? Kelloland. K E L O. Ah, here we go. Waiting for the player to load. That is not my Miley Cyrus movie they're showing. I like that. That's a great Miley Cyrus movie. When it's movie movie night in the Kufsler house, it's as easy as a click of the remote control. Now we just rent it here and it's nice. We don't have to remember to return it. We can choose what we want. Whether it's through cable, pay-per-view, over the internet, or delivery through a gaming system, renting a movie has gotten more convenient. You could say in two years, the industry has flipped. The reason that the stores are closing is because it was one other place to stop. And whether it's turning on my game console and getting a movie through an online service, or it's going and stopping by a box at the drugstore or at the gas station, those are parts of my day-to-day routine. 
The red box is there. The you are, my friend. You're famous. There I am. <laughs> and this is what's funny is people are like, wow, that's really that's neat. When I was a financial coach and I was on, gosh, probably a dozen times. Yeah. People start recognizing me around town. I can never say I got any business from it directly. Um, but if you go to your website and you've got television appearances, uh-huh. you know that that says something about your credibility. Right. So don't uh, or quote it in a paper or th- things like that. So uh, I, I think it's worth worthwhile for people to consider for their business. You know, yeah. if you own a liquor store, then you could be the local wine expert. You know, I mean, whatever it might be. So. Very interesting. Very cool. Uh, congratulations. And uh, that's, Thank you. that's pretty nifty. I, I'm glad that they give you a little player. I had to go and uh, um, get my Kodak <laughs> ZI8 into a video camera of my, <laughs> my HD signal. Nice. Uh, anyway, fun stuff. All right. So let's see what else we got on the list of things to discuss. Uh, one of the things that I want to tell you about is... Um, I've been looking at uh, some different things. I got an email from Apple and or Intuit or something like that. And have you heard of Go Payments? I don't think I have. It, just do this. Go to GoPayment.com. That's just GoPayment.com. Or actually, it is Go Payments. Okay. It's actually plural. Oh, is it? I went, I went to gopayment.com and I got into it. Go payment. Get paid okay. on the spot. You're right. You're right. Uh, okay. So we're good. Actually, you know what? This webpage has in, has a redirect loop is what it says on mine. That's interesting. And it pulled right up for you, huh? I got go. gopayments.com. Gopayments.com, which takes me to go payment. And it actually says there's a redirect loop. Interesting. Well, anyway, read it. What's it say there? <laughs> Intuit Go Payment, get paid on the spot. Uh, bullet point, accept, easily accept major credit cards from your mobile phone. Accept payment the moment the job is done. Just twelve ninety five a month plus transaction fees. Go Payment gives you everything you need to accept payment wherever your job takes you. Well, anyway. Uh, no monthly fees for 60 days. No setup fees and no cancellation fees. Right. So basically up to this point to... Let's see here. Go payment. I'm going to try it in uh, safari.com. And of course, it'll probably load there. All right. So here's the... No, Safari can't open the page either. Weird. Yeah. Well, it's working for me. What can I tell you? That's... that's I'm, I'm looking at the about page right now. It looks like you're just, you just navigate to their website through your web browser on your phone. Yeah. Well, no, actually, it's an, it's an application for the iPhone or iPad. And, oh, I see that. And so, what happens is you set up an emer- you set up a merchant account um, with them, and and I looked at it, it, and it was, you know, I I oftentimes consider, you know, should I be accepting credit card payments? And I, you know, I I look into this each time, and and I always end up saying, you know what, no, not really. And uh, so the, the thing is, is it does require a merchant account. You have to pay, I think it's a minimum of $15 a month uh, for this particular service. And then you pay like 10, you know, it's got all these little tiny fees associated. You got <laughs> 10 cents batch fees for each day that you might process a credit card payment or a batch of them. Uh, and then, of course, you know, there's 2.7% on, you know, Visa, MasterCard or Discover <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's 3.7 if it happens to be a government or corporate card or a rewards card. 
Uh, uh-huh. and, and then, of course, you know, it's 30 cents for one trans per transaction for the basic and then 37 cents. It, it, it's just like, come on, seriously? You, why can't you just be simple? And then it's like yeah. 2.89% for American Express plus 15% per transaction, you know, and and I, I, I did all of that and I sit down with this guy for about 45 minutes on the phone and I said, okay, well, here's some transactions I did on PayPal and it still turns out that PayPal is a lot cheaper yeah. for, for me. And so it's yeah. like, you know, and so far... I, I, I think still to this day in five years, I've lost either one or at most two two potential pieces of business. Uh, and each of them were equipment sales. And they, I mean, they weren't sizable equipment sales either. Right. But people that wanted two clients at most, and I think I may have actually convinced the one to just pay pay me via PayPal. Um, right. Or to send me a check and, and then wait for me to get the payment before I sent the stuff. <laughs> But anyway, the the deal is is that it's still not something that I was interested in. So I gave up on this whole idea of go payments. It's like, eh, sure, it's it's not a whole lot more expensive, but you know, I I definitely don't want to just accept credit card payments because it's easier. You know, I'd I'd much rather see if I can just have the conversation and keep my, you know, 3% to myself and and do a check writer check. You know, sure. I, I'm I'm really enjoying those. I'm I've I've printed quite a few. Uh, and so, you know, I like that. And then all of a sudden I hear about, um, is it go pay? No, no. I already talked about square, square up. up. That one I have heard about that one had quite a buzz. Square um, up looks really awesome. It's a brand new startup company. You don't need a, you do not need a, uh, merchant, merchant account. It's kind of like it just directly puts this money in your account and they, they have a flat processing fee and i don't know if i wrote those numbers down i didn't because i gave up on them when i found out that it's face-to-face transactions only right you know and literally they give you a free card reader which i think is pretty cool uh you know they give you a free card reader you plug into your to your iphone and i think you can sign it on the screen and I, i think for some businesses this could be uh and actually they're available for android too but yeah, uh, iPhone, iPad, and Android. But for some some you know businesses or a trade show, you know uh, a mar- you know a, a farmers market, you know something like that, I could see some great uses for this. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. I think it is apparently as you investigated, it's face to face. Me, you can't just enter a card number. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, I had interactions with Square uh, Square on um, Twitter yesterday or two days ago or three days ago. Yeah. And they confirmed that no, that they are face to face only. You, it is signature is required. Whether you do the card slider, uh, which they give you for free, or even if you enter it in manually, which by the way, if you enter it in manually, it's a whole percent more uh, on the processing right. fee. Uh, and Stephen in the chat room is saying something that I didn't see in any of the actual uh, documentation that I read, and I I read a lot, but it says he's saying that Square Up holds your money for 30 days if you have over $1,000 on it. And mm, it's like... Me no, and me no I, like you that. No, and Charlie Hayes <laughs> says that'd be a deal breaker for me. And I totally, I totally agree. That, that, that's, a, that's a deal breaker. I, I'd have to say no way to that. So uh, c- clarify for me. It says there's a card not present keyed in rate. Yeah, so basically, so, so basically what that means is that they give you this free slider uh, that, you know, credit card reader. Right. And if for some right. reason the credit card won't read, you can manually enter the card. 
All right, so can you just manually enter it, period? Yes, but it's right. you, you pay a percent. It, it, there's a di- they they're required, at, and they say it's by law. They're required to charge you a higher rate if in mm. the for processing if you don't swipe the card. Hmm, that's Hi. interesting. It you is. know, I'm teaching a, I'm teaching a class tonight for FAA Freegen Academy about how to sell products online. Mm-hmm. And one of my recommendations to people is when you're starting off, you know, get past all the, you know, which one should I use? Da, da, da. I mean, use PayPal. Use use whatever is simplest, quickest, easiest for you to get started. And then after you've made some money, maybe take some time to, you know, yeah. um, you know, go to one shopping cart and things like that. Those are incredibly powerful tools. But honestly, Cliff, I know people... And that, this is why it pertains to our conversation. I know people that have taken three, four, five months, and I'm I'm looking into my payment processor. <laughs> no, you're not. You're stalling. Like you're using it as an excuse. You yeah. know, like you're looking at these things because you're trying to improve what you already have because you're doing enough volume. Yeah. That you know one or two percent could be you know worth the switch. That's right. But what you're finding is what most people need to realize from the very beginning, which is as you said, Cliff, keep it simple. Yeah. You know, I mean. You know, and I and I I'm, I'm not going to apologize for being a Seth Godin, uh, you know, fan, but it's just it's just another excuse not to ship. You know, all these processors, and it's like just just to put a PayPal button on there, and if your stuff's good enough, people will buy it. Yeah. You know, so sorry for the rant, but I I just see this as people get stuck here, and it's like put a PayPal button, get a eight dollar e junkie account, whatever you have to do. And sell your stuff, but yeah, um, yeah it, it, so many of these things can be so darn complicated. It's really amazing. I just told the story on Family from the Heart. So for those of you who were listening, you know, an hour ago or forty-five minutes ago when I told it, I apologize. But uh, for those of you who do not listen to Family from the Heart on a weekly basis, uh, you should familyfromtheheart.com. Uh, but anyway, uh, I do want to say this, Andy, is that. Um, I took Monday off, went to Kings Island, amusement, a, a, a totally awesome amusement park that's about 45 minutes from our home. We have season passes and went there. And on Monday, the kids were off school, spent the entire day there. And get this, I took the day off. I made $330 while I was sitting at the park riding rides with my kids. Nice. $330 while I was sitting in an amusement park. And when I came home, guess how much I had to do for any of that nothing nothing because i spent (laughs) because i spent 16 to actually no it would have been 24 hours to create those products you know months ago right so it's not that i didn't ever do any hard work to earn it i did a lot of whole hard work and i'm talking about painstaking hours that i put into that right but today but as far as from this point forward to continue to sell that and those things continue to sell and sell and sell and uh as I was recording, now here's the deal. Thursdays, all day long, I all day long on Thursdays, I record shows. I have no time uh-huh. to sit down and have a sales call with somebody and stuff like that on a Thursday. But I've just been uh-huh. looking in here. I got a email notification from eJunkie. You have a confirmed received payment from so-and-so. I won't say his name. And I am looking at right here. Uh, you have received... $499 for a Heil PR40 package without boom arm. Items number 797004. Here's the shipping information. 
uh, the $499 is in your account. There so, you go. So, and basically if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash equipment, I actually, I finally got around to putting, you know, some, you know, buy now, add to cart buttons for my high LPR uh-huh. 40 packages. Mm-hmm. Because it, you know, it's like, why, why do I consistently, you know, make people, make it difficult for people and have, have them have to <laughs> contact me personally to pay me? Uh, right. when, when they already know what they want, they can just click buy now. And mm-hmm. so today I sold 400, you know, $500 worth of equipment today while I was recording podcasts. Yeah. I would say I was at lunch and I sold some of my, if you go to andytribe.com slash Google, I have my Google voice and my, uh, Google and my Gmail, um, become a Gmail master, become a Google voice master. I have those tutorials uh, for sale there. And you know, as I'm I'm at lunch, I come back and again I've created a little filter with a label for uh, e junkie, and there you go. I you know I'm I'm eating lunch and I make some money, and that happens after a while. You got to build that up, but it certainly certainly is doable for a lot of people. And um, if you're a Business Tech Weekly listener or just a GSPN fan, I I'm gonna have a, a lifelong coupon code of GSPN. Uh, if anyone goes and and purchases something, I think I have it set at 30% off whatever I'm selling. So um, folks can use that. And, you know, I, I, want, I want to reward our faithful listeners for, um, for you know, hanging out with us. We, we deeply appreciate them. Wouldn't, wouldn't be on air without them. Very cool. Hey, I just want to just make a mention of a particular thing here as I start the music because I just realized I've, I've got a scheduled interview here right oh, now okay. uh, that I'm going right. to be doing for Podcast Answer Man. Uh, not live, by the way, uh, but let me go ahead and uh, start the music there and just say this, that um, if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash passive income webinar, Again, that's podcastanswerman.com slash passive income webinar. I have a webinar that I'm doing with Pat Flynn, who I'm actually getting ready to interview for Podcast Answer Man, by the way. Uh, he makes, on average, somewhere between $10,000 to $13,000 per month. In May of 2010, he made $16,000 that month. Uh, all of it passive income. And uh, he basically just launched a podcast called the Smart Income Pot, uh, Passive Income Podcast, which is a companion to his blog, which is already wildly popular. And uh, so I just want to say that if you want, check that out. Uh, it's going to be a great webinar. The two of us, we're going to give you a strategy for creating passive income. Now, it is designed for podcasters, uh, but... It's something that you, it, I think it probably could be applied to anybody who's a blogger as well. So, anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there. And That's going to be sweet. That's going to be sweet. It reminds me what Dan Miller always talks about for how much money he spent going to this and that. And he said, you know, I, I'll spend $2,000 on something if I can get a $10,000 idea. And yeah. I think that's what that class is going to be for some people. And I call, how much is it? $300? It's, it's $200 for the class. Oh, well, good. It's, it's a bargain. 200 yeah. bucks, but, you know, you could turn around and take that stuff and make $10,000 in a year. So yep. uh, that'll be an awesome one. Yeah. And there's a way to get $50 off. If you email me, I'll tell you about it. Uh, you have to be, actually, I, the, the, the secret is that you have to be on my mailing list for Podcast Answer Man. And if you want to get on that out, if you sign up for Podcast Answer Man mailing list at podcastanswerman.com slash mailing list, and then email me to tell me that you're on the list, I'll give you the discount code for $50 off. So Sweet. 
All right, folks. <laughs> thank you for listening. Andy, thank you again for another wonderful show. I am glad to have you back, my friend. You were missed. Everybody's asking, where on earth was Business Tech <laughs> Weekly? Thanks, man. It's good to be back, folks. Uh, keep that feedback coming. Wouldn't uh, wouldn't have a show without our listeners. So thanks for listening, everybody. And join the community, people. That's right, my friends. Join the community. Oh, and check out gspn.tv. Uh, actually, I'll tell you what. If you go to businesstechweekly.com right now, it doesn't look very... It doesn't look as good as what it's going to look. But if you go to business or go to familyfromtheheart.com yeah. right right now, if you go to familyfromtheheart.com, the way that it looks there is going to be similar to the way it's going to look when you go to businesstechweekly.com. Uh, mm. Really excited about some of the new things I'm doing with the website using my awesome, totally awesome thesis theme, gspn.tv slash thesis for my uh, affiliate code there. But... Uh, <laughs> my passive income anyway Andy it's always an honor to talk to you on a weekly basis and I thank you for all you bring to GSTPN and this show my pleasure brother alright folks talk to you next week